0: Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs. That you can up level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. Welcome to the show. Okay, so I've had a question come through on Facebook. So I'm going to read that out and that's going to be the topic of our session today. So sit back, relax, (laughs) uh, light your candle and incense, get your journal ready and uh, let's do this. Okay, so... Somebody contacted me and she was toying up whether or not the next step in her business would be to hire a contractor or an employee. She's decided to have an employee now. okay? And she shares that she's just spending a lot of energy trying to make it all work and still be lucrative in the private practice. She shares that her dream is to have like-minded people working together. And she's really happy because she says it's becoming a reality and she doesn't want to mess it up. (laughs) However, she's having a hard time convincing someone to come over to her practice without any clientele or just a few people for them to see. She also goes on to say that her own clients are coming in specifically for what she does and asks, so how do I build clientele for them? And this is such a really relevant topic that, of course, I want to help you. I've done my very best today, and I think we should just absolutely dive in and say, well, congratulations on expanding the practice. That's amazing. Well done. Uh, The next thing that I want to share with you is just to give you some guidance here. When it comes to this next stage in the private practice, I want you to really tune into what's your intention. I want to ask you to go within, in a way that feels right for you. I want you to get quiet, allow your mind to be quiet, sit with it and ask yourself, you know, what's my intention with employing a therapist, a complementary therapist for my practice? Um, what What is the big vision here? And I know that you've shared that you want, You know, to build a big family of like-minded souls, which is amazing. But get more specific. The more clear that you can become with why you've hired or taken this particular step now, even though you don't have clients for them, and you know you're thinking about how do I, you know, convince them to come over. um, I want you to connect into why is it important to you now before there's clients there, to have this new person on board. That's the first thing, okay? Getting some clarity around that will help you plan and map out your next steps. Okay, so you're going ahead with an employee. Fantastic. You've also shared there that you're spending a lot of energy trying to make it all work. I'm not sure... Um, what sort of activities you're doing there um, and I don't want to speculate but you said and still be lucrative so when you say lucrative I imagine that you're talking there about your turnover and your your profit and those very sorts of masculine things there in in terms of it being lucrative I think again this is going to depend on the steps that you're taking and the strategy or the approach that you're taking with this person because every practice is unique and they will hire people differently and they'll build up the practice differently and I'm not sure how you're doing that for yourself but in terms of being lucrative I think it's fair to say that it may be a little bit of a financial investment with the initial setup of having an employee. And building their clientele. But I would imagine that once it's going for you, then you will start to see increased turnover and perhaps even more profitability. If your question is solely and wholly about things being lucrative with the finances, then absolutely do speak to the practice accountant Okay, And even the practice bookkeeper, and I'll tell you why the bookkeeper can be such a fantastic source of information is because um, they have their finger on the pulse of the day-to-day expenses and incomings for the business, and they're in a great position to eyeball the data and give it the time that it needs to look at it and say, well, hey, maybe we could, you know, change this phone plan. Maybe, you know, we could switch this electricity plan. Maybe we want to do these sorts of things. Whereas your accountant can um, give you information and strategy around being lucrative from the financial side of things. And I'm here talking about um, tax deductions, like what counts as a taxable deduction for your business now that you have this employee, um, And getting that information and making a strategy with your accountant um, can be absolutely gold. So that would be for you step two. But you know me, I'm not just about the masculine, I'm also about the feminine. So when um, you're saying and still be lucrative, I guess part of me wants to honor the feminine in you, which is about your self-care. You're nourishing, you're nurturing, not just of the practice, but for you now as the CEO of the practice, as the director of the practice, right? Because now you have a hierarchy in the practice. It's not just you anymore, right? It's not just you as a solo practitioner now. There's a level that's been introduced. There's you over here and there's an employee over here. You're not on the same level level so to speak in terms of organizational hierarchy so i want you to think about as your pressures change and shift because um you know they will now that you've got a staff member um, i want you to think too point number three how can i invest in my own well-being what do i want that to look like now that i've hired someone and this can link into your intention in step one okay you say though that your dream is to have like-minded people working together and that's absolutely amazing but take it one step further why do you want that what's the big vision um, that you have there and what's the vision beyond that vision okay And yes, you say it's becoming a reality. It absolutely is. You know, this is the thing. You're already doing it (laughs) and you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. Okay. So the next section there, I'm just breaking down this message again, is that you're having a hard time convincing someone to come over without any clientele or just a few people. So I guess what jumps out at me here is the word convincing. Convincing to me, and this is only my five cents, but you know how I roll now. (laughs) Convincing to me is almost a very salesy energy. It feels very much like we're um, pushing, almost coercing. I know that's not the right word, but you know what the vibe I'm going for here. Convincing. I mean, would it feel aligned for you to have somebody working working in your practice being the face of your practice and delivering the work that you want them to do that you had to convince to come and work with you would that feel aligned for you and if it does that's great but I'm guessing it probably doesn't I mean just personally I wouldn't want somebody working for me that I'd had to convince because I think if I'd had to convince them to come over um, I could lose them any moment I'd be in fear all the time I'd feel more pressure I would feel restricted in my ability to do my job like manage their performance in case they left or something like that so I would spend some time here thinking about, you know, the, the language that you're using. And it's so important because the language that we use determines what we manifest, determines what shows up for us, determines our experience. Um, so if you're thinking, I have to convince someone, then your experience will be you feel as if you need to convince. And that's probably not the vibe that you want to be in. Wouldn't it be interesting... For you to play with the vibe of attracting someone. Um, Maybe we say, I'm having a hard time attracting someone to come over rather than convincing. And just for yourself, play around with this idea of, you know, staff attraction and see how that feels in contrast to convincing someone. Okay. The other thing here is it goes on to say to come over without any clientele or just a few people. Um, I guess as a business coach, what's coming up for me is why would you be hiring if you don't have any work for somebody to do? Um, I would probably have taken a different path, um, but I think maybe there are things that you can do around, around this the way that you're going to attract somebody to work with you is people aren't going to want to work with your, with your, um, business. They're going to want to work with the energy of your business. And by that, I mean the vibe of the place. So, um, focus on that. Okay. Focus on the vibe. And remember that the perfect for your practice employees out there, they're not going to come to my practice or anybody else's. They're going to come to your practice because they believe in what you're doing. So I would be focusing on calling in applications from candidates uh that share your vision that share your vibe that have something to contribute um all of those sorts of things that maybe have ideas around um building clientele if that's something that you would like for them to be involved into and you can uh absolutely Uh, put that in the position description that part of their role as an employee is to spend you know time completing marketing or doing certain marketing activities and things like that that's a conversation for you to have with um well again i would say Maybe if you have an HR company that's supporting you with the documentation and the process for hiring and onboarding, have a conversation with them. But I think between you and I really start to think about what's the vibe of the place, what's the vibe of the person that you want to come in, um, that you want to come into the business and how do we close the gap and what do you need to say, who do you need to be, what do you need to be doing in order to call that perfect for you perfect for your practice employee in okay you've said also that your clients are coming into the business specifically for what you do so how do you build client tell for an employee so there are a couple of things that I know I've supported other private practice owners with who are in this transition phase. And again, it's going to look different for every business because every private practice is unique, right? We don't all have the same goals. We're not all spiritually inclined and stuff like that. But I can give you general guidance. And so um, how do you build clientele for a new person when all the referrals are coming in for the existing person well there are a few things that you can do Um, first of all and you know these aren't in any priority order but do write them down you want to update your marketing plan so you need to go back to the drawing board take out your marketing plan give it a facelift, give it a little bit of a makeover and then that's going to mean that you then need to update your marketing strategy. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing that you need to do is update your um, copy. So anywhere that you have copy, like perhaps, for example, a website, anywhere that you have copy or Facebook or your Instagram, you will then want to update that. This is when you start using terms, you start swapping the term I for we, okay? Um, little things like that. Instead of saying about me, you say about us, about our team, about our practice. We are a growing practice, da 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 da, da. Things like that will help. The other thing that you will absolutely need to do as part of the marketing here is I would recommend uh, looking back over your um, tracker for the last, hopefully you're keeping a tracker. (laughs) Um, Have a look back over your tracker for the last 12 months and identify everybody that's ever referred you a client during that period of time. And what I want you to do is get on the phone and set up a time to go and actually meet with them. So yes, this may take away time from your direct client work, but as the director or the CEO, however your company is set up at the moment of your business, um, you need to work on it. So you should have time in your diary now set aside to work on the business, so less client time. You're going to use that time and you're going to book a meeting with everybody that's referred you a client over the last 12 months where you can if you can't get to them physically i want you to book a zoom with them um and at very worst a phone call no emails um no emails cancel emails no they don't No. this is about building relationships and this is about building rapport and we can do that much more deeply on a phone on a phone call on a zoom call or absolutely in person in person would be the gold standard so when you go there what you're going to do is you're going to say thank you and you're going to express gratitude for the referral or referrals that they've sent your way and then what you're going to do is you're going to you know connecting with them see where they're at you know it's a two-way conversation it's not just you going and and dumping all of the stuff about you onto them it's conversation right from there what's going to happen is you are going to introduce them to the new team member and by the way this is Jane or John or you know this is my new team member and I really wanted to introduce you to them right and let that new team member have a conversation you step back let the team member have a conversation because that team member needs to build rapport, okay? So this is a time for you to, you know, be quiet, let your trust, your team member, all they're going to do is get to know, have an informal, casual conversation. They're not there to sell anything. That referral is already sold on the practice, so that team member doesn't need to sell. All they're doing is they're there to build rapport, Okay? It's, it's coffee with a new friend. That's all it is, no selling. Let that team member and the uh, referrer get to build a relationship together, okay? And then the team member, for example, is going to ask the the referrer more about their business and da 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 and they're then going to talk about what they do and um, yes they have capacity and yes I'm qualified and yes I'm you know this is my area of interest do you get many clients like this it's just a conversation the reason why this is so powerful and so effective is because people don't do it and so when somebody does ring up and say hey you know what um i want to catch up with you you know i've got some exciting news that i want to share with you and you go there and you actually meet them face to face and you've got your new team member it sets you apart from other counselors or or um, practices that this refer is going to refer to because now they're getting to know you they're going to refer to people that they know they're not going to get to know you by your website, really. And they're not going to get to know you by your emails. Go in person if you can. If you can't get an in-person meeting, as I said, at least, at least, at least do a Zoom. All right. So and and then step back. Okay. Okay. Take your foot off the accelerator, trust that your employee is now going to focus on building that relationship. You're going to have a conversation with your employee on the way back to the practice after the meeting about how they think it went, how you thought it went, da-da-da-da-da, and make a next step. So we want that employee popping it in their diary at some point, maybe four weeks later to do a quick check-in, okay, with that referrer. Not you doing it, let the employee do it, okay? And again, it's not a sales call, it's just a check-in. We want as many opportunities for that employee to build a relationship as possible. So letting referrers know that you're growing, the team is growing, it's a very exciting time, you have uh, a new person on board now, this is the first step to building up the diary for that person, okay? The second step to building up the diary for that person is for you to do less. Now, this can feel like a real mindset shift. I'm asking you to do less and you're probably thinking, but I'm not going to make any money if I'm doing less. Not true because you will then be able to work on the business, um, on the, oh, my goodness, sorry, I just lost the word, on the um turnover activities on the profit making activities for the private practice and you need to do that now that you're in this position it's a big part of why you hired a new person okay um so stop taking new referrals if you get new referrals coming through i want you to divert them to the new person so you say um Thank you so much. You've been referred to our practice and yes, this is absolutely what we do. Um, I'm not taking new clients now. However, I've got this amazing counselor who does what I do and she's so good and our clients adore her. Um, let me go and book, book you in with her. Okay, remember that. When people make referrals now that you're growing, they're making them to the practice, not to you anymore. So you're going to have to get comfortable with saying to um, clients that ring and they're like, oh, my doctor said I needed to see you. Just be clear with them and just say your doctor's made the referral to um, our practice. And at our practice, there's myself and there's Jane or, or John, and we all do this work and da, 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 da I'm at capacity at the moment. However, Jane or John um, can see you tomorrow or can see you on Monday. Um, let's get that booked in for you. Let's get that sorted out for you. Make sense? Okay. So um, again, you should be recruiting when you're at about 70 or 80% capacity. As soon as you start Thinking maybe I need a wait list, that would be the time that you start recruiting and you can overcome some of these hurdles, um, you know, because then those. The other 20% um, can go straight into the diary of the new person and pulls your, your direct client work back enough so that you can do the stuff that's going to help you work on the business and grow it to where you need it to be financially or spiritually or emotionally or physically if you're looking to go from renting a room to buying a premises and whatever it is in your bigger business plan. So I hope that all makes sense. But just remember, you know, this is an integration of the masculine and the feminine. So lean into those energies and ask yourself for all those different points that we've spoken about today. You know, do I have a balance here of those energies? And if not, how can I bring that in so that it really, really works for my practice? So I hope that this was a really powerful episode. I hope it was jam-packed of useful information, very valuable for you if you have any questions of course let me know Um, I'm doing a little video series at the moment over on my Facebook business page which is just called private practice it's private practice with soul so if you want to see some bite-sized videos there's one going up every day for the next month I'm also sharing them over to my Instagram which is the private practice coach um or at the.private.practice.coach so you can see them there um and if you want some extra help you know book an office hours call it's what I'm here for you know at uni uh, our tutors and our lecturers used to have this thing called office hours and that was when you could go and get some <laughs> some help um so I've kind of set something similar up for you so if you want some guidance book and office hours, chat with me. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no selling or anything like that. I'll put the link for that in the show notes. But otherwise, have a really happy Easter. Um, and I think it's Passover as well. So hopefully I'm correct with that. And if it is, a happy Passover as well. Have a beautiful um, break, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.